Hey, are you ready to grow your business? You have checked out the number one resource for business leaders, entrepreneurs, startup founders, and managers. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business with real actionable steps. There's no fluff in this podcast. It's just good advice. Check out this episode. If you're a first-time listener, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoy this episode, leave us a five-star review. On today's episode, we have Katie Ann Barnett, who's the owner of Level After Next. You can find out more at levelafternext.org. She also runs a podcast, has an incredibly active Instagram community, and more importantly, she's trying to help you level up, especially as you're thinking about, man, what's next for me? What am I working on next? Maybe you're in a job where you're, you're, not, you're no longer fulfilled or passionate about it, and you're looking to be inspired. You're looking for that answer for how do I go to the next level. Katie's bringing it to you on today's episode. Now, I'll tell you, I used the wrong microphone for this podcast, like a big dope. So regardless of that, check out this episode, enjoy this episode, and enjoy hearing some good advice from my friend Katie. Stay tuned. Here comes your good advice. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. You know, one of the things that are special about this podcast is, you know, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you know, you're thinking about your business. You're thinking about maybe the business you're running now, or maybe even the business that you one day hope to start and begin. And as you're thinking about these things, you're probably thinking, man, I wish I could just listen to someone who could help me get into the right headspace, the right mindset. I wish I could talk to someone who could really help me have the right expectations and be optimistic for really what the future holds for me. And more importantly, to let me know that it's okay if I don't figure it out right away, that it's okay to pivot. It's okay to change. It's okay to make big decisions, even if it's drastically different from what you've been doing previously. On today's episode, we're sitting down with Katie Ann Barnett. Uh, you can find out more on her Instagram. It's at K-T-A-N-N-E Barnett, and that'll be down in the episode description below. She's been featured in Disruptors Magazine's top, excuse me, top 20 women disruptors of 2021. I got that title out there. Um, <laughs> and also you can check out her website, levelafternext.org. Uh, she might be your favorite person that you've listened <laughs> to on the show thus far. No pressure. Katie, it's so great to have you on the show today. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I've, I've, I feel a little pressure now, but I'm, I'm here for it. You know, I just try to like bring amp everyone up, bring everyone up and then hopefully it pans out. So hasn't failed me yet. So all right, I'm excited to have you on the show today. Where are you calling in from? I'm in Southern California right now. I am in a little town called Newbury Park. It's right it like in between. I always describe it like coastline-ish between Santa Barbara and Malibu. So you can find me there. It's pretty idyllic. It's like Whoville around here. Okay, nice. Yeah, the only place I've really been to, I mean, I know LA, the only other place I've really been to in California is San Luis Obispo. Oh, that's where and I went to college. Oh, it's so good. Where we honeymoon, my wife and I. And so we love that place. And funny story, we went there, we'd gotten like a bunch of like wedding gifts, like cash. And we were like, yeah, we're going to like save this. And it's going to be like starter money for our, our marriage. 
uh, we spent all of it. <laughs> we were just like, let's just keep spending it. Oh, yeah. We had a great experience. So we, uh, yeah, that was where my husband and I met in school. And uh, we had a, there's a bar there called the library. And it wasn't until his mom at his graduation put together that he was saying he was going to the library all the time. And like, uh, he very well. And I was like, wait a second. Cause I was, <laughs> I was not 21 yet. And I'm like, oh, how many times did that happen to me? <laughs> yeah. See, this is like, this is a great lesson in good marketing. You know, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, how do you name your business? But um, Katie Ann, it's, it's great to have you on the show. You know, I've given kind of my spiel about who you are, what you do. Um, or at least I've, I've welcomed the audience in terms of what we're going to talk about today. I'd love to invite you to share a little bit, give us, give us the scoop on who you are, what you do. And, um, you know, your Instagram page, by the way, is popping off. You got so much great content happening over here. Um, but I'd love to hear. It was almost gone forever. So, (laughs) (laughs) and you mentioned that before we hit record. So I want to talk about that today, but, um, yeah, who, who are you? What do you do? What are you passionate about? And we'll get into it. Uh, you know, if you'd asked me that a couple of years ago, I probably would have said, I, I just got lucky. I fell into leadership in a company and, um, you know, right time, right place, all of that. Now, looking back, getting to lead more, um, more intentionally, get to lead leaders, get to work with incredible mentors and leaders. I realized just how intentional I really have been through it all. And, um, in growing my business and, you know, how to show up as a leader and learning more and more. So I've been a top leader um, in two companies now, and I have built a business, two large businesses um, with both companies. And now, uh, you know, as you mentioned, I have Level After Next, where I get to work with people individually and help them to not just like brand themselves, but figure out how they're going to show up. And honestly, that sounds it's it's really silly because what it ends up being is just a beautiful conversation where I get to remind people that the stories of their life matter and are going to reach people. You know, everybody's got a story. And I think that um, when it comes down to what I get to do individually with people and as a leader and with my team members is just see them. And I think it's pretty um, prevalent how rarely people feel seen anymore. And uh, it's funny because what my growth has come from is just showing people who I really am and talking about some of the hard stuff and some of the things people don't typically talk about. And uh, it's not always easy, but it always yields a beautiful effect. And that's, you know, on my social media, but then also like within my team and in my business and otherwise. So, um, I don't know. Did I answer that question? Yeah. I mean, I, I love that. I mean, I think about the times that, you know, you bump into someone at a coffee shop that like you kind of generally, generally know them. And um, it feels like we're all really good at like, you know, just the, the checklist of like, Oh, how are you? How's the family? Okay. Yeah. But then there's those moments where you have that really genuine connection and that genuine conversation, or like you ask someone like, how are you doing today? And they're like, everything sucks right now. Like everything's really (laughs) today sucks. And you just have like this moment of connection. It feels like those are so rare, but so powerful when you make that happen. You. Okay. So I have a a funny story about that. We were at a trampoline park just a few days. Well, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago now with their kids. And there's like a bunch of couches where the adults can sit. 
my husband and I were on one couch and there was plenty of room. We were like sitting close and this woman came up and she was like, can I sit down next to you? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. I'm like, by the way, I love your sweater, which people, can I just say, if you have stopped giving random people compliments, it like is the most fun thing in the whole wide world to do. I feel like women are so nice to each other, by the way, like my wife, I guess this happened and I'm just like, I'm like, this is like, I, I just, it's like, I don't, I can't even describe it. I just, I see those moments happen and I'm like, you guys are awesome. Like, it's, it's just so like this good. genuine kind of, I feel like for me, when I see another guy, I'm like, Hey dude, I like your beard, <laughs> you know? And he's like, thanks man. You too. I mean, that's about as far as we I go. feel, I feel like it's a kind of a shift in society and, and maybe not everybody has embraced it quite yet, but, um, like as women, and everybody, like we, we need each other, you know, as moms, as parents, as anything. I mean, it's for anybody, but like, we really need each other. So the second that you show somebody, Hey, I'm going to show up for you in this moment. even though we don't know each other at all, um, it kind of opens this door. And so, yeah, I started talking with this woman and she, it was like, we went straight into the, like, our kids in therapy and yeah. how Red difficult kids are. Oh, like, yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah. no basic information whatsoever. Yeah. Like she's worried about one of her kids. I'm telling her about, you know, my different kids and, and, you know, like I said, therapy for kids and different like forms of things. And she was a therapist, but knew nothing about like how to help her child. And it was just, yeah. it was so interesting. And the first thing that really stood out to me the first thing I left that conversation going, oh my gosh, we did not mention COVID one time. <laughs> like maybe, yeah. maybe it's going to be okay. But um, the second thing was just like, that was just such a beautiful connection. And yeah, I, I like totally agree. There are just, I think that what's important though, is that you have to be willing to show up for those, those moments, you know, and, and we both were there for it. And it was just, it was, it was amazing, you know? And I think that that is, that's a mindset in and of its own. Is it, is it, is it more about like presence? Like I'm not on my phone and I'm like realizing opportunity around me, or is it more of like vulnerability, um, which, you know, we live in a social media culture, you know, we're often showing our best side of ourselves you know, a lot of times someone asks, how are you? And we feel this like, you know, need to have like the veneer of like, things are great. Or like, I've talked to business owners, for example, who they're like, oh, business is great. It's amazing. And then I talk to them later and they're like, yeah, I haven't made a sale in like 18 months, you know? And I'm like, well, why did you say things are great? Right. And so, um, yeah, I mean, like, are, are both of those things in play when you're trying to have those real conversations or, or what have you seen in your experience? I think everybody is searching for connection. You know, I, I think that it's hard for, for some people to admit. I think that some people label themselves introverts or, you know, we put labels on ourselves that then, you know, again, it, well, your subconscious doesn't know any difference, right? What, mm -hmm. what you say to yourself, what you think. And so if you're like, I'm an introvert, I'm an introvert, I'm an introvert, you're going to act as if you're an introvert. And so um, it's consciously being willing to show up for that and then just recognizing that that connection is soul filling. And I think women who are, like moms, I, I mean, I don't, I hate saying just moms because this is really for anybody, but I think that it, I first recognized it in myself when I was a young mom, husband gone a lot. And, um, 
I just was so alone. And I would take a baby who was too young to play at a park to the park just to like, see if somebody would talk to me, you know? And, And then you find like, it takes a while. Sometimes you and another mom sit there at the park and you don't talk at all, but you're both just wanting to. But then I got to the point where I was like, Hey, can I get your number? Like, can we, (laughs) can we talk? Do you need some diaper wipes? Like, and there's a point in, in motherhood where we just say, screw it. Like we just need the friends, you know? And then it became kind of a thing where we all started talking about it on social media. And, and, but then with the pandemic, I think we all realized maybe in it, we were like, yeah, I get to, I get to drink beer at, you know, yeah. <laughs> 11 o'clock on Tuesday yeah. and for like a while, but it's kind of like when it rains for, you know, 10 weeks straight and then yeah, the sun comes out and you're like, oh my gosh, I did not realize how much I needed the sun. You know, I did not realize what this would do. So, um, you know, and then when it comes to business, recognizing the need for other people's connection and sales, especially is everything. I mean, you treat people as humans and not just a number or something you're going to get paid on. And, you know, you authentically and confidently love your products. Like you cannot lose there, you know, but you, I mean, if somebody's not making sales for 18 months, they're just, they're just not getting up and doing work. <laughs> you seem like someone who's very um, reflective and introspective. Maybe that- too much. You think so? <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it's, it, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't throw me. I'm just, I think it's, I think it's rare. I think it's rare that, I mean, there was actually even like data out there. Um, Harvard Business Review did basically a study on just cutting through like the, making this so simple, how, what percent of people are actually self-aware versus the ones who say they are, um, which we, I think we've all had the boss who's been like, yeah, you know, I'm really self-aware. And you're just like, oh, you're such a bad boss. <laughs> but um, the number is only 10% of people are actually truly like introspective in the know of like able to objectively see themselves for who they really are. And um, you seem like one of those people, you know, as you, as I'm listening to you talk about, you know, just those connections and those conversations. And I can see that being really valuable for the kind of work you're doing where, you know, you're sitting down with another aspiring entrepreneur who's thinking, yeah, they have all these like puzzle pieces. Like I think about like the really big jigsaw puzzle pieces and you're like, I have these data points for my life. Now, how does it all fit together? for ultimately what I'm trying to sell or do for my business. So I can see the value in what you do. Thank you. That is like maybe one of the greatest compliments I've ever (laughs) received. I think, I think like in many things like in leadership and, but like with self-awareness, it's not really like the top of a mountain you get to, you know, it's something that you're committed to. Like I want to be self-aware I don't, John Maxwell has like the disc assessment and I was doing a training on it recently and it was talking about like, you know, what, like the, these four areas right. of communication and like what you see, but others, what you know about yourself and others right. don't know what others see and you don't know about yourself, you know? And it was really like eye opening to me that it was like, that makes sense. Like there are things about me that, and it's those, it's the things that when they get pointed out to you about like your character, who you are, like how you act. And you're like, oh my gosh, I do that. You know, like you don't even know. And so, um, I think of it as like, um, you know, the you versus someone else, like you describe yourself as like, yeah, I'm a go-getter. And then someone else is like, yeah, they're really abrasive. You're like, it's kind of like the, (laughs) that's the difference for our listeners. Yeah. What we're like that of getting those, those sort of spheres, 
together and like understanding how you're really seen and how, and it's, I don't think it's really about like um, people pleasing or like trying to make everyone like you. I think of it as like, um, you know, just living life in a productive way. Like if I want healthy relationships, healthy friendships, um, you know, to not be a a douchebag, you know, I just think about like, like, how am I coming across to people? But um, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just was listening. No, that's that's perfect. That's exactly what it is. It's like, I can't, if I'm not willing to like learn more about myself, learn my weaknesses, my strengths, um, you know, figure that out, then I can't, I can't like help others as well, you know, and, um, or see them as well. We can't communicate as well. I, and, and with that all comes, you know, this, we have like those, those pieces of advice that just like stick in our head, you know? And, um, one of my mentors said, no, I'm not like not going to be able to quote him correctly. Uh, It's it's pretty (laughs) simple. He was like, you want to be slow to offend, easy to forgive, you know? And, um, that has, I think it just ties into all of that. And like I said, it's a simple concept, like a concept, but when, you know, I have people now who will come to me and be like, I'm sorry if what I said seemed blah, blah. blah." And I'm like, I didn't take it that way at all. Like I take no offense to it. And I saw like the, the good in it, you know, so let's figure out what we can do. Um, so yeah, I, I hope that I am becoming more and more self-aware. I love getting to learn more and understand myself more. I mean, I'm like, I talk a lot about mental health um, on Instagram, blog about it. I do a lot of like blogs that then I'm like scared to post. So I'm, those will be coming soon. <laughs> you're, like, you're like everyone else then. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, I'm blogging, but like, you know, there's not like a blog. Yeah. There is, but... <laughs> It'll well, you be know, attached to my website. It's funny because it's like it's sometimes it's hard to be consistent because I've just learned that the internet can be so mean with mm-hmm. like you don't always get like the simple and and this is frankly for everyone listening, this it's why you have to one have a deeply rooted belief in yourself and the value you offer, and two, why um and, and, and Katie Ann, this is why I love what you're saying. It's why it's so vital to have community because those moments you feel low. Um, having your close friends to be like, no, you're a freaking badass. Like you're, you're awesome. Like what you're doing is great. Um, cause I mean, I've had people like my business is called good advice. I've had people be like, you get bad advice, but I'm like, okay, I see what you did there. <laughs> and it hurts. I guess I was, yeah. I was, I set you up for that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, I mean, sometimes you post stuff and people are just mean, uh, and they are just like, I disagree. It's like, you know, you should, you know, jump off a bridge. You're like, oh my gosh, like, why are you so offended by this? I just said, pay your people more money. That's all I said. I mean, you know, but anyway, so I don't even know where I'm going with that other than just ranting about the Well, it's true. It's true. And I mean, like, and again, there are people, there are, the fact that this is a real thing, there are people who truly do nothing more than set out to just be mean on social media. I can't sure. even fathom yeah. what, like, not even like for one comment, like if you want to be cruel and just one comment, like, I can't imagine what has to be going on, honestly, like within them to, instead of just like scrolling past it or moving on from it or coming up with something somewhat constructive, they just say something to hurt and be mean. I can't wrap my head around that concept. I I cannot. Do, so do- I... 
And part of me, do you, I mean, do you feel like we live in a culture like where it's like people feel the need to have a comment on things that like they have no, like there's a great example, the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing. I, I, I didn't post anything about it because I, I don't know anything about either of them. Um, I like both their movies, <laughs> right. you know, that's, that's about the extent of it. I'm, I don't know anything about their lives. I don't know anything about Will Smith's marriage. Well, I was scrolling through Facebook, you know, which who uses Facebook anymore, but I'm scrolling through Facebook and me, I do. I do. <laughs> thank you. I found, yeah, there's two of us now. So I was scrolling through Facebook and, um, I saw, I mean, I have so many connections on Facebook as many of us in the entrepreneurial world do. We're just connected to so many people Yeah. and someone posted like a screenshot from that night. And it was like an essay on evaluating Will Smith's marriage. And here's what was crazy. The person said, I really believe Will should probably just kill himself. Like that's what this person wrote on the internet for everyone to see. And I read this and thought, I am disturbed by someone who has never met the person in question is such an armchair expert to go to that length of commentary and insanity. And, you know, I think, I think, I guess the, the life lesson here for all of us who are, you know, many entrepreneurs are thinking about how do I get more consistent on social media? How do I show up on social media? And I guess, I guess you got to just have thick skin and know there's crazy people out there. It's like, you know, we, I always tell my team and I'm, and I'm reminded this regularly, like you have to set your temperature. Like you, you you're not a thermometer. You're, you're a thermostat. Right. Yeah. So my, my, Love like one analogy. of my mentors again is like, look, you can, you can go up and down with all the things, you know, with one comment, you know, there's what 84,000 seconds in a day. If you had $84,600 and somebody stole 10, would you throw the rest away? Like you can't let like, like that. that kind of negativity yeah. take away from everything. And so if you're on that roller coaster and you're able, you know, you're going up and down and look like it's okay to get bummed about something, but you can't let it screw up your momentum. You can't let it take you down for too long. It means nothing, you know, and especially when it comes to these people who are willing to take their time out just to like be cruel. I mean, so sorry, I'm funny story while we're talking about mean comments and whatnot. I, you know, I'm like still reels. I'm just going to be completely honest here, right? Like you're not going to learn how to grow your Instagram through reels from me, but I'm going to try. I'm just trying. I'm just doing my best here. And, um, so I, that's so many, by the way, just doing my best, just trying to keep it together. (laughs) Sorry. I'm like, Every day it's like something new and it all contradicts each other. And I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know. I'm just going to keep going. And so I did this random reel that I was like going to delete because it was just a nose filter. So I am, I'm half Italian. My dad is full Italian, you know, Italian language in his home. Like, and so I get, I have his nose and there's a, Italians can have big noses. And so I did this filter and it made my nose really small. And I, and I, he was just right next to me. It was just one of those funny things where you were like, look, you have a mustache. And I put it on him and I'm like, it didn't change his nose. So Uh it's just this funny back and forth between my dad and I, and he's hilarious and amazing. And the internet, like there's 4 million views on it and it is nothing. Like it's not even like well done or edited in any way, shape or form. Right. But it took off. 
And the comments on it, right? For the most part, people are like, they think my dad looks like some Pixar character. But for the most part, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking so at for it the now. Most part, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead now. <laughs> so it was, it, it, most of the comments were really great. But then people started telling me that we weren't Italian and like getting mad and like, oh and I'm like, what, what, what? Like, what is even happening? What is this even about? Who, why, why? I'm like, go outside. It, it's just crazy. It was just, it was the strangest thing ever. And, and it, it's, it was hard because there was, you know, one, like I was insulted Two, don't talk about my dad three, like, I'm not Italian. Like I don't get to own my hair. Is that a thing now that we get to like say to each other? I'm not really sure. It was just so confusing, but it was also like, I could have chosen to get in fights with everybody and, you know, whatnot, or it was like, okay, these people are ridiculous and Mm. move forward, you know? And so let's, let's, let's drill into the takeaway from this because, you know, I, I really believe that there's a couple of topics that are so, um, stressful for the new entrepreneur. And one of them I think is sales. The other one is, this sense of, okay, I know I need to be on social media. I know I need to have my voice in social media, but I don't, I don't know how to find my voice. I don't know what I really um, stand for, so to speak. And I'm frankly fearful or scared of what other people are going to say to me. How, how does a person build their brand and get to that point of, yeah, I'm posting regularly. I'm posting, like I'm finding what my, my message is. I mean, what does that look like in your experience? Yeah. I always tell anybody who will listen (laughs) sometimes, I don't know if that's a lot or a little, but I always say blinders on like blinders on, you know, you'll, and I'm not comparing myself or anybody to like a celebrity, but like those who are the most composed are like, I don't read the articles about me. I don't, I don't, I'm not paying attention to that. I'm just doing what's important and, and sticking to it, you know? Um, and So, you know, I've had people bring up like engagement on something or how many people are watching my stories. And I'm like, why are you paying attention to that when I'm not even paying attention to that? I'm just doing it, you know? And of course we want to, you shouldn't just like post something and then not engage with the people who are engaging with you. But um, the faster you can just say, look, this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, the next part of that is finding your authentic self, which is going to change. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that can be just something as simple as stating the fear. I love this product. I'm so afraid that people are going to, you know, judge me for doing this or that I, you know, the last thing I want to do is come off salesy. Or if you're doing like a, a I mean, don't say salesy because that's salesy in itself, but like, <laughs> um, if if you're doing a live or a video of any kind and you're scared, you just say like, I'm so nervous right now, but like, I'm going to get better at this, yeah. you know? And people, you don't, you don't have to be perfect to start. You just have to start. And then right. you have to commit to continuing because that's the problem that people really get into one little setback and they're done. You know, right. um, one, like they realize that they're going to have to put a little more energy in than they had originally hoped to, or then like they probably did hope to, and then they just stopped feeling like it. And I mean, that's what happens with people in sales all the time. They sign up for something or they decide to do something. It seems really great. They're determined that they're going to be awesome at it. And then it doesn't happen in the first four days. And they're like, nah, (laughs) nah, 
Well, not, it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, it's people who, you know, they're going to start an Instagram page or in my world, you know, yeah, I'm going to start a podcast. And then, you know, two weeks go by and they go, oh, well, it didn't, it didn't work. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you took one step basically, but it, it's tough to, it's tough to stick to this kind of stuff. Cause it can it be is. draining. I, I, um, I had a really great session with my business coach yesterday. I know we have like, I don't even know if we're going to get get time to talk about it or whether it's worth talking about, but my Instagram was completely shut down and it was like, you know, full seven levels of grief going through my head (laughs) for so many different reasons. But we were kind of talking about what to do. And we went back to one of our very first um, meetings. Right. And he's like, it's all about state, like your physical, emotional state, mental state. And then your story, like, what is your story? What's your, why, where are you going? What's, what do you want your life to look like in five years? And then your strategy. But if you don't have like your, your physical state together in the first place, like you're, you can't move on to the story. You can't move on to the strategy. And so it was just, it was really, it was funny. I was like, okay, we're going to Tarantino this. We're going backwards. (laughs) You're right though. Like I have to get into the right emotional state and the right physical state, the right, you know, mental state. And then, um, remember what I'm here for and what I'm going to do and what my plans are, and then go back to the strategy. And now I, I may have to create a completely new strategy, but that's okay. And so what it all starts with is, um, getting yourself, like I said, into that peak state and, Sometimes that's like having your coffee alone in the morning before the kids wake up. And um, that can seem like too much, you know, like who wants to wake up any earlier than they have to, but you find that peak emotional, that peak physical and emotional state. um, You start to like, it's your job. Remember, like, what are the things that I need to get me to this place? Whether it's meditation, whether it's reading, you know, some great book quotes, a podcast, uh, the Bible, what whatever it, it is for you, waking up at a certain time. I have to wake up at 5.45 in the morning to feel like I have control of my day. Yeah, I used to sleep in as late as I possibly could. I hated mornings. It's never been my thing. That's my peak state in the morning. And um it, you know, that can that can seem like a lot, but it's really it's it's important for you to then be able to set your goals, to believe in the story that you want to create for yourself, to allow yourself the opportunity to like dream bigger. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's really just all about creating small little habits, you know, that are gonna help get you there. Well, and you know, we're back to thinking about, you know, um even recognizing like what state that you're in, like again, that point of self-awareness and you know, again, I can see how these conversations play out with the customers that you work with. Um, and I even start to think about a comment you made earlier about, you know, you you thought you were just kind of fell into success or that, um, you know, just happened to be in good situations when it came to like managing people or what have you. And then through this process of self-awareness, a couple of years later, looking back and being like, no, actually, I think I'm a good boss. Like, I think I'm actually, I'm actually pretty good at this. I really get this. Um, it does feel like it's hard for us sometimes to recognize those skill sets, recognize those talents because they're so normal to us. They come so naturally to us. Um, talk to me a little bit more about that journey and realizing just like, wow, like I have a skill set that is freaking awesome. It's unique. And 
it's really helpful for the people that I'm working with. Yeah. Yeah. So I look, I'm never going to tell somebody that you need to start small. I believe that you can believe really big. I just hadn't given myself permission to do that yet. And that's kind of what my goal in life is, is to help people give themselves permission to dream bigger. But for me, it started um, in a business that I never saw myself going into. I thought it was ridiculous and silly, all network marketing. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) my best friend was who I like signed under originally. And she had been trying to get me to do it for years. And she said, I'm going to retire my husband. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. That's so sad that you did that. But it's crazy. It's a be- it is a beautiful um, opportunity for if it's right for you. And so for me, it just started with a product that I really loved and then being willing to just say, okay, whatever. I've got a master's degree. Uh, people like, like my, I had an art business at the time that was, you know, whatever. It was just local and it was great, but it was really hard. Um, so, but they also just trusted and, and believed me as a human. And so um, I'm like, I'm just going to show up for this and I, people can think whatever they want, but these products are great. And I'm going to just let people know, and I'm not going to yeah. be ashamed of it. Right. And I think like the first month, maybe I made like $300 and, and we were floored. Like we were like, what, you know, I was so afraid. My husband didn't want me to do it. My parents were like, this is stupid, um, but we'll buy the products. Cause they are pretty cool. Um, and, and I was like, dude, what if I could do this every month? And my husband was like, I mean, if you could just make $200 every month that, I mean, (laughs) that would be, I mean, this is where we started. uh, Inspiration. This is so like small, but like, so cute. And I I don't mean that in a condescending way. No. Yeah. I'm just thinking about like, you know, yeah. When you're, when you're bootstrapping, you're starting out, it's like every bill counts. And it's like, yeah, if I could just cover my, I mean, I remember thinking like, if I can just cover my groceries, Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but anyway, keep going. I didn't mean to. No, that's it. That's exactly it. And so it was like, you know, every time I was like, what if I could make this much a month? And my husband was like, yeah. he would always like take it down by a couple hundred dollars, you yeah. know, like what if we could just do this? And then it was like, we could, all I wanted to do was cover our, our gas and electric because yeah. at, like that would help us. We live in a place where it's really hot and really cold. And yeah. um, so, So that's where it started. And I was determined to earn just that small amount of money. But with that determination came growth and more growth and more growth. And so um, my output, like, because I was just so determined on that small scale, my output, like, outdid my goals at the time. And, um, you know, that is all on you. I just knew that I wanted to continue helping my family in this way. And then it started, it kept growing and growing. And next thing I knew I was earning enough to pay our mortgage. And then it was, you know, and then, and then it just went crazy. And as I was doing that, I was learning these skills. I was watching people and saying, I want to do it just like that, or I don't want to do it anything like that. And um, all along the way at the core of it all was just staying true to myself and letting people love me or hate me and, um, and connecting to people. And, you know, and then I'm not going to say that I was, I wasn't perfect. I've learned so much just in the last year alone, you know? Um, but, but I will say that like, I was never going to quit. Like once I started, I wasn't going to stop. Um, 
And then once I gave myself that permission to like dream big and have that five-year plan change a lot, you know, um, you just, you're unstoppable. It doesn't matter if your goal is a hundred dollars a month, like awesome. Start there, do it, make it happen, let it grow. And, um, and then when it's time, you you need to let yourself dream bigger because there's nothing, no point in life where you're like, yep, you just got to accept it. Yep. I'm just, you know, this is it. And I, and I used to tell my husband, I was like, it's just like our life, our part of the, of life is kind of over. Like we've had the last baby shower. We've done all the things. Now we get to watch them grow. And it wasn't a bad thing. Like yeah. I was like, this is beautiful um, and exciting, but, but I wasn't giving myself enough. I wasn't giving us enough credit. It, I was just going to let it not be like life, not be about me doing anything anymore. And I think that I would have done my kids such a disservice to not let them watch what um, I was able to do at a point in life where I, I, I could have just not, you know, right, yeah. and they're a part of it all. There's a reason for it all. Um, so I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a different conversation when you have kids, you know, and I, I, I love how you framed it because I've known, and this is just for better or worse guys, you know, this isn't, this isn't intended in any way, but I've known people for better or worse who said, you know what, I've, I have kids. And so I'm going to play it safe just to make sure that their future is secure. And then I've known people who've been like, man, like the things, the ambition, the drive, the things that I want them to believe about themselves. Like I have to demonstrate that. Um, and that's what you're doing ultimately is, you know, you want to, you want them to see all the things that you're doing and know that they can do it as well. Um, you know, and that's, these are the things that are a little bit intangible about entrepreneurship. You know, I think when you look at social yeah. media, you get a, um, you know, it's all about um, followers or clicks or sales. And these things are important. Don't get me wrong, guys. These things are important for like the growth of your business. But there's definitely a, a bit of a nuance and um, a weightiness, I think, to it all um, that I think you've talked about well today. So, well, for people who we're, we're actually we're already at the end of our conversation. Um, for people who are listening to, I'm not like, done. Come on, give me. <laughs> we've got a few more hours. Well, so here's actually what I'm thinking about is like this totally beautiful, amazing journey you've been on. Like it's, and I mentioned this earlier already. Like it's so easy to see. Okay, this is you know you're you're um, still in progress like many of us are, but like here's like the beautiful steps you've taken and self awareness and like understanding your your power and what you bring to the table. And I can see how for people listening, how you can help someone else recognize the power of their story and you know wherever they are in their life. Um, for someone who's listening, who's thinking like, wow, like I, I think I need to have like another conversation with this person. Like this is a moment where, you know, we're at the park and I just sat down on a bench and I just heard Katie Ann share some things that I resonate with. What, what do people need to do? What's the best way for someone to connect with you and maybe even, even hire you or work with you? Yeah. So you can um, go to my Instagram, Katie Ann Barnett, and with an E for all the, for all the old people like me who remember Anna Green Gables, um, <laughs> Katie Ann Barnett on almost every channel and then, um, levelafternext.org, um, and levelafternextorg.com. Either one, you'll be able to find, um, 
me. And it's all linked in my bio on Instagram as well. And I cannot wait to talk to you. You can find me on Facebook too. If you're, if you're one of those <laughs> who still have that, I'm like, I'm probably still on MySpace as well. Yeah. Um, I, I had like the cool background and song going and everything. So <laughs> for your blog. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> so, yeah. well, cool. I'm excited. I would love to connect with any of you and um, oh, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Yeah. And Katie, Ann, I, I thank you for coming on the show today and being so open and genuine. I think it's so encouraging. Um, you know, the entrepreneurial we're in, there's not always genuine conversations. And so um, I really appreciate it. And I know our listeners really appreciate it as well. So thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you so much. Hey, for our listeners, if you enjoyed this episode today, what the heck you waiting on? Click the subscribe button, click the follow button so you can keep getting good advice wherever you are in your life and in your business. Also, if you want to find out more about Katie Ann Barnett, I'm going to have her Instagram and her website. It's going to be down in the episode description below. And don't forget, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash good advice. And of course, we so appreciate those of you who contribute to the podcast on a monthly basis. So thank you. Hey, that's today's good advice. We'll catch you later. See ya.